Welcome to the Let's Wrestle Podcast with Dan and Nico. I am Nico. Dan, how's it going? Going fucking good, baby. Um, That's right. That's what's what up, man. Raw. What a fucking raw. You're right, dude. When it's did you ever say since, that? It's been a while, man. I'm about to say. Like, it's been a while since, like, I was excited to watch a raw. Literally, like, a couple minutes before 7 Central, like, Bro, man, like, when's the last time you were ever even excited to watch that shit live? Uh, maybe, like, the fucking Mania after, I mean, the Raw after Mania, but... There's there's specific Raws that you're like, oh, shit, can't wait to see. Or, like, after some big pay-per-view, like, something big happens, like, a Bray Wyatt return, you're like, oh, shit, let's do Raw. But, um, you know, the anniversary, like, it's just so hard to get into, like, get into like the mindset like all right i'm gonna sit down and watch three hours of fucking raw but now this one i was like i'm fucking down let's go and it went by quick before i knew it it was like 8 45 you know already going into that third hour i was like man it was flying by but fuck from top to bottom what a show what would you say is your, what was your favorite segment of the night because let's be real the rest thing was cool but we were there for the segments I don't know if I had a favorite man. There was a lot of funny moments. I was definitely waiting for that Teddy Long appearance, you know, just and and I was even though he came out, I was like, I gotta hear that. Hold on, I'm in a player. Like <laughs> I was waiting for that and he hit it right when I was like waiting on it. So I did I think know. it was odd that they I mean they've done it before, but it's just such a weird thing to see Seth Rollins. At this point now with the Street Profits, it was just an odd matchup, I feel. The whole segment was just crazy. Like that Triple H and Walter fucking stare down was great. And I was hoping that that was going to happen. And it did. Um, But dude, hey, I'm retired. I'm retired. I'm retired. Yeah. And dude, but they I got worked. And even when they were chancing HBK, you know, when Triple H backed down, I was like. Like, is HBK about to get back in the ring? And this is the way they set it up? Like, I got work, bro. Like, um, and then I thought Kurt Angle was going to step up. But no. I got work again. That was my favorite segment. And it almost lost me. I'm not going to lie. Um, the parts that started to lose me was when, I'm not going to lie, when Seth Rollins and the Street Profits came out, I was like, eh, okay. And then... It brought back. They, we we took out Ted Long. I was like, okay, it's got better again. Let's go. I thought Triple H was gonna make the match because they were like, oh, if there was only somebody who could make this match official, I'm like, well, Triple H is like right there, right? But <laughs> then you know we hear the Teddy Long music, and I just about fucking marked out. But um, I really liked when he said, "Hey, man, this booking thing is hard." <laughs> He's like, it ain't easy, like. Um, that man, of course, gotta talk about the Undertaker, American badass. Like, oh, that's how you know Vince McMahon's not fucking running shit, dude. That song, just to hear that song in this year, like this era, crazy. It had Uh, been like twenty years. I would have rather heard Limbus gets my way. Not gonna lie, well, not my way. Um, Roland, I would have rather have. uh, Heard Limp Bizkit's rolling. Not gonna lie. I mean, I like the other one too. Um, might be in the minority here, but 
the um he's coming down something like that like oh that one's good too not, not i like that one. that's a good one too that one comes um, out of the 2k games well yeah because they i think they wrote that song <laughs> but like that one. Roland is is Limp Bizkit, so they can't put it in 2k games unless they get the licensing rights you'd honestly like the only con would have done it oh come on but oh, i'm just I'm, I'm just saying that because he fucking like he gets licensed songs all the time and the break Wyatt passing the torch kind of moment or just oh. that you know that was awesome love I dug it man that just the the look that taker like all taker has to do is just look and that's what's so fucking out like he got him into the choke slam and uh, and then like he just looks at bray Wyatt like this isn't my like this isn't my shit no more like this is yours and so he gave it to him sister abigail and then he just those whispers which i wonder what he said he, he was probably like man i really i could really go for a whataburger right now then just leaves <laughs> <laughs> but like uh damn bro dude the first 30 minutes was just cinema all right oh. just fucking the whole when jay uso out of everybody that could have came to the aid of Sami Zayn, it had to be jay uso jay. who's had you know, the issue with Sami Zayn, just, man. I know, dude. I know. I popped so hard for it. I was like, what? And I did not see that coming. Because when Solo mm-hmm. was going to hit him with that, I was like, Sami's about to move out of the way or something's going to happen. I don't think he's just going to hit him with it. But to see Jay, that's just, I did not see that coming at all, mm-hmm. bro. No, no. I didn't see it coming at all either, dude. It was, it was, it was fucking awesome. And I, it makes me think now that the bloodline isn't just gonna like kick out Sammy, but it's gonna implode, like with like Jay trying leaving too. Maybe I mean Jay's had his issues with Roman too. There's so many ways that this right. could, that this could play out. Um, but right now I'm all for it, and it was crazy. Um, even the tag match that happened right afterwards um, when Jimmy went down, which looked real to me at first, but you got work. I got worked, bro, for for a bit, and then once I saw Adam Pierce come out, I'm like, oh shit, they're doing an angle. Those yeah, with the microphone and everything in his hand, I'm like, come on. But even honestly, bro, they almost lost me in that bloodline segment when somehow Jey Uso had you know gathered up some tape, you know, like that almost lost me. But I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna let this ruin the segment because it's gone so good so far. So. Yeah, I didn't think it was anything, like, crazy. Like, I mean, it's just footage that they already have. Like, but he somehow like, compiled a fucking package. Like, I don't know. That got me a little bit, but I don't want to nitpick. I don't want to <laughs> let it ruin the whole segment because it was great, man. I was so it, into it. Great. It, it was a great segment. And, man, when once Roman got pissed off that Sammy wasn't going to fucking defend himself, I was like, oh, shit, what's happening? What's happening, Solo? What are you doing? Hey, let's talk about Solo real quick, dude. I really dig that he's like more of like a like he's paying so much homage to to Umaga. Love that. I, I really think it fits him it. too. It fits him perfectly. And damn, bro, Rhea Ripley's about to get hit by a man. Someone's not gonna give a fuck one day, and she's gonna get smacked down. Apparently, oh, uh, dude. Let's talk about real quick how great Dominic has improved. Oh. Like, you know what it probably is more than anything? Like, yeah, I'm sure he's learning more, especially being around Finn Balor. Um, 
but I think he's just more comfortable being a heel. Right. And like he the only reason he's the main reason why that faction even gets so much heat that they do. Um, because before he joined and did that turn, that you kind of felt like that faction was just kind of kind of get lost in the mix. Mm-hmm. Also, Priest is really good in the ring, man. Um, oh yeah, like he's so polished, like great big man. So I feel like he's underrated still. He he definitely is, and, and the Judgment Day has definitely like turned things around. Or uh, or Triple H has helped move them in a better position because yeah, before this whole Dom storyline, uh, Dom coming out with them. And even just going to prison, which is funny because that came up out of a storyline that was outside of the TV stuff. It was it was from a storyline that he was he kept going to his dad's house and beating him up on the holidays. So then he got arrested and then they made it into the story. It's just fucking great shit. Right. And some people were talking shit about the cage match being too short, but apparently the bloodline went on too long. Yeah. I honestly I'm not even mad at it because a lot of these people don't understand that this what they did on Monday with that cage match can help add more heat to Bailey and damage control because oh well we didn't get what we thought we were going to get. It could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. Honestly, I thought it was part of the plan until I heard after. But I was like, okay, they're using this to add some more heat, prolong this rivalry because Bailey and Becky, this cage match might have been the payoff when this rivalry could have gotten way longer, right? And it will. And they deserve that. Two of the best. Yeah, I wonder when it's going to happen. It's going to definitely have to happen after the Rumble, and more than likely they're going to come to blows at the Rumble during the Rumble match. So we'll have to see. But damn... Now just talking about the woman rumble and the women's rumble. Who do you want to win the women's rumble? Rhea Ripley. Dude, yes, hundred percent. Thank God you said that. I mean, she deserves it, man, and she's that. She's definitely like not wrestling wise, but just character wise. Like she's done great this year, and I feel like Raquel is not ready yet. But I, I have this feeling. That if Raquel doesn't win, Liv Morgan's going to do like that underdog, oh, I just eliminated Raquel like in the, you know, kind of like what they used to do with the big show when they would eliminate the big show at the end, like what Mm -hmm. Benoit did. And it's like, oh, this, you know, underdog story. And yes, I've been a fan of Liv Morgan, but God, man, I told you the other day, I don't want to see her anymore. Like, it's just, she just comes off so fake. She's a bit of trash, buddy. I've seen it so long, for so long. She's she was- trying so hard to play wrestler, and it's like, you can see right through her when she's doing the promos, and I will say I was blinded by her looks, and yeah, man, just nah, get her out get her out of here. She better not win the Rumble, or I'm, I'm going to be upset. I'm really going to be upset. I don't think they'll push her for the Rumble. It doesn't seem like, she doesn't seem like a main player for the Rumble. Maybe People are be- picking her. I've seen Why? it. Yes, I know. I fucking hate Liv Morgan. People uh, even pick EO Sky. I'm like, how? Like, where do you see that? At least, if people pick EO Sky, I can understand that just because she's at least good at what she does. But yes, but there hasn't been any like breadcrumbs that have been 
No, right? No. That would lead you to believe that she's gonna break apart from that faction. That's what. No, yeah, no, for sure. I, I would only say like I'm only agreeing like that's a better choice. Picking EOS guy as a random person to win is a better choice than Liv Morgan, only right. because I feel like EOS guy is a better performer than Liv Morgan is. I and agree. EOS guy, it can be like a like an Oscar when it comes to promo. She can just fucking and which she does. She does already, which I feel like is awesome. I, I I'd rather her just speak Japanese than butcher her way through saying something in English, which isn't her first language. And that's no problem. It's not like it's an issue, but she sounds and looks so much more badass when she's just speaking Japanese. Right, man. I mean, um, Liv Morgan should not win the Rumble. No. Uh, Rhea Ripley deserves it. Um, I wouldn't be mad if somebody like Becky wins it or something like that, but... um, Really, really makes sense, right? Yeah, top tier. I won't be mad as long as Rhonda doesn't somehow Ugh. come back because we haven't seen her like in a couple weeks. But that would be just horrible. Um, Shayna, Shayna Baszler. Yes, but before Rhonda lost the title, it would have made sense if Rhonda was still the champion. Yeah. Have her put over Shayna, but um, Brock Lesnar's back. Dude, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. That was interesting. I'm not gonna lie, the last hour of Raw 30 was kind of like, eh, it was okay. That Sonya yeah. match and Charlotte was kind of unnecessary, I thought. Yeah, that was a bit much. Like, I, I, I was already like, okay, this is where Raw becomes like a three-hour show. It's like, goddamn. I felt the same hour. way, man. And if they would have, they could have implemented. If they did that because they wanted to throw Ric Flair on the show, they could have done something else. If that was the reason, but you should have just went to the backstage gambling with everybody. But that dude, and I, it kind of felt like maybe they were gonna try to set up like a title for title Bianca versus Charlotte because apparently Bianca's been wanting to go head to head with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm like, are they gonna do that again? Because they just did that a couple years ago when Becky had both of the titles. So I don't know. I don't know what they were doing there, but yes, it started to feel like a three-hour show a little bit. Uh, I won't let that ruin the whole show because it was no. just phenomenal up until that point. So, yeah, the the last hour just lacked like what the first two hours um, had. Um, the final match was a pretty a pretty decent match up until. I mean, Brock Lesnar returning is cool, and he definitely knew he was going after um, Bobby Lashley, so um, it makes you wonder. How long the Bobby Lashley thing is gonna go? Until Mania, because I, I think they should have saved it for the Rumble. I get it if they wanted to bring it as a surprise since it was like a big Raw show, but I think they should have saved it for the Rumble. Had Lesnar come back, we haven't seen him since fucking um, was it SummerSlam or, or Crown Royal or where the fuck Crown Jewel? <laughs> Crown Royal. <laughs> <laughs> so my alcoholic brain is thinking right now. Um, we haven't seen him in a, in a little bit, right? So yeah, they should have seen the Rumble, had Lesnar throw out Bobby, and they finally have like that last match at fucking Mania um, or whatever. I mean, it could still go into the Rumble. Like maybe Brock Lesnar comes in before Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley is the one who kicks him out. That could work. I mean, you want to make Bobby look strong. Um, I don't think they'll have Lesnar lose if they have one more match. Because Bobby no. beat him in the last one. Um, but I don't think Lashley will win that rivalry. But yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see. And he didn't really 
Like it was a weird. Didn't Brock Lesnar win? Brock Lesnar. Oh, Brock Lesnar did win, but he barely won. He like won by disqualification or something like that, or like a quick roll up. It was something weird. Well, if you're talking about the last one, it was like some weird pin um, where I think Bobby had him in some kind of chokehold, I think, and Brock went back but had him like pins. He had him in the hurt hurt lock. Right, and Bobby couldn't believe it. Um, And Bobby only won that first one at the Rumble last year because Roman cost Lesnar the title. So, so I think Bobby's gonna win this one. Um, if they bring back the Hartman business, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Um, I want to see heel Brock again, bro. Like full on heel Brock. We'll probably have to wait a little bit for that because it's just right. not it's not the time. Because right now Roman's the top heel. But overall, so, great show. Definitely, definitely a better show. Um, so. Let's go ahead and move on a little bit to the next segment. Let's get a little bit into the dirt. We found it! <laughs> Anyways, um, so some news stories going on um, in wrestling, of course. Uh, real quick, this one's just fun. So WB2K23 has a release date uh, officially announced. I believe it's supposed to be March 14th. It's WWE 2K23 with its feature star on the cover. Three different versions of it. John Cena, which I'm going to have to get that super deluxe version, bro. Just got to do it this time around. The one with the US title on it? No, 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 no. That's like the, the second tier. That one looks better than the fucking... It really does. Are you talking about that blue and like fire one? Yeah, the the deluxe edition does look better. Will not lie, um, but I want everything. I want it all. So that's why I want to get the top one. Um, but we'll see. Things usually run like over a hundred dollars. They do. Um, that's cool. But um, Cody Rhodes should have been on the cover. <laughs> Dude, did I'm you see the commercial saying. for it? Um, I might have. Was Cody in it? Like for a little bit. I'm not sure. It, it it started off with Bad Bunny um coming out, but I, I cracked up with the with the trailer because John Cena like you can't see him. Like, oh, dude, like swinging the just, chair. It's just like a like a hat run, oh. like, walking around. Like you can't see nothing. I saw yeah. another theory like swinging a chair around uh, because he's like trying to find Cena and he's just yeah. like throwing the chair. That's probably a part of the fucking um, commercial, and I just might have missed it. But um, another thing that was funny is that once when the leak actually came out, because it was leaked that John Cena was the cover star. Like, I want to say just a couple days before they announced it. But um, John Cena posted on Twitter that same cover, but without him on there. So I just really like that he's playing with the whole, you can't see me, like he's invisible, you can't see him. So that's going to be pretty cool. I mean, the 2K22 is actually a pretty dope game. It was. Uh, I feel like I didn't play it enough, unfortunately. But um, There's yeah. a lot of great games that came out this year. is uh, coming up, man. It should be fun. Give Cody one more year. He was 
I'm I'm trying to understand why they put Cena on this cover. Why two K twenty three? Maybe because he's coming closer to the end of his career than the than you know. So they want to put him on there. I'm not sure. Who knows? But let's talk some good news. I actually did not post it on here just because I know about it. And by the time this actually comes out, it'll already have happened. But I want to talk about it anyways. Um, so it's been announced by Tony Khan um, via Twitter that Mark Briscoe is actually going to be um, – they unbanned him. I guess Warner Media unbanned him. Is now allowing him to wrestle on AEW Dynamite. He's going to be going up against Jay Lethal um, this coming Wednesday. So tomorrow night, right now while we're talking, probably a couple of days already probably happened. I'm um, excited to see this. Um, I need to get Honor Club because I want to see the Jay the Jay Briscoe um, tribute show, and apparently that's on that's going to be posted on honor club you know when that's going to be aired though like when they'll put it on there i have not looked into that i just know for sure it's going to be an honor club i know they already have it recorded like it's already right. done but i just don't know when it's going to be posted i need to look into honor club i know it's like 10 bucks but a lot of it i, I do need to get it just because I, I do want to see a lot of jd jay uh, briscoe's shit um there's a lot of stuff i want to revisit but that's dope, man. I, I'm I'm so happy that Mark Briscoe is actually going to be able to to wrestle, um, and that's going to be actually the birthday of of Jay Briscoe, um, that night. So it's it's good to see. It's great to see. I'm I'm sure the Warner Media um, saw the outrage, knowing that they were banned still, even after his death, even though there's been so many people that came out to say that Jay Briscoe wasn't the man he was when he had sent out that tweet well, like almost 10 years ago. It's, it's ridiculous, man, that just that that was the reason why they didn't want to put them on TV. Um, people can change, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they literally had, not to get into this topic, but they literally had um nick gage or whatever on there he you know obviously is a a felon and this and that um then they had dana white's new fucking um power slap show right after dynamite aired last week after you know we obviously saw him just the other week slap his wife and he got caught on camera like it's just it's very hypocritical of the network to you know do something like that and just not be consistent with it that's yep. i think the issue that the that people have had but yeah man it's great to see i can't wait to watch dynamite um i was very surprised that this was announced man i i would think you know that um i, I was thinking that mark wouldn't want to wrestle anytime soon um, this is definitely his decision, and I just, as a fan, I, I love to see it. Um, I can't wait, and just still, uh, just unfortunate of w- what happened to Jay Man. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, it's crazy, and then just even more praise to. I do want to give more praise because I know we've dogging him a lot. Tony um, Khan, Tony Khan, gotta give him the most praise in the world because no matter what. Um, after this tragedy, he's helped so much, which is something that I've also 
seen in the news. So Tony Khan is, is doing things behind the scenes to help Jay Briscoe's family. Um, there's a fundraiser to help Jay Briscoe's wife and kids. Um, it is closing in on 300000 and that's as of today, I believe. Were we the 23rd? Today is the 24th. The 24th. So this is as of yesterday. The family may be dealing with more medical costs, of course, because his daughter's a good thing. Um, heard, though, about his daughter's, um, the one who had back surgery. She is now starting to get feelings um, in her lower extremities, so that's really good. Um, a lot of it was fear of, you know, paralysis, so... Long road of uh, recovery ahead of her, but just glad that everything's going up. Um, Tony Khan is also doing a lot behind the scenes to help the family, but he uh, chose not to publicize it on the latest episode of What Happened When. Um, that's the podcast with Conrad Thompson and Tony Schiavone. Um, they had discussed what Tony is doing to help Jay's family. Um, I'm reading this pretty much verbatim. Uh, I'm reading this off of Wrestling News. I don't want to not give credit where credit's due. Conrad Thompson said, I don't mean to betray any." confidences but let me just say this there's been lots of rumors and innuendo from really good sources that tony khan is who we thought he was and he is going to do the right things by that family as well i don't think that he would necessarily want anybody to know that information and we know it's not your place to talk about it but i will say that for all the criticisms that gets thrown around at tony this and tony that when the chips are down he's He's a dude man. I have no idea what that quote means. He's a dude man? Anyways. Uh, Tony Schiavone added, Tony is a very demanding boss and it makes it, makes it at times the, the week very difficult. But listen, wrestling has always been difficult behind the scenes. Tony can be very demanding as a boss can be, but because he is such a great person and such a genuine person and loves wrestling business and takes care of his people, it's worth it working for him. It's worth the stress that we go through getting a show on because of the, uh, the person that he is. I know a lot of people give Tony a hard time, but but the people that give Tony a hard time basically online are, as human beings, not worth fuck. That's Tony Schiavone for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think we get Mark Briscoe on television without Tony really pushing for it. And I think I want to feel like there has been some outcry from the fans but how far can that really get you against a huge television company you know right so, well his character has never been questioned tony khan that is um we've always known he's a good guy but his booking has definitely been questionable but it's just a, yeah. a great thing that he's doing here he he did you know, similar things with Brody when that passing happened. Um, so I'm happy to see this man, and I'm glad that he's pushing for Mark Briscoe to be able to be on the network and and give us, you know, just some kind of a, a tribute for Jay Briscoe. Yeah, and give him better pay, if you think about it. I don't think That's Ring true. of Honor contracts are going to be as good as AEW contracts. That is true, man. Um, and I, I can't wait. Um I, I thought it was Wednesday. When you told me earlier, I thought it was Wednesday already. I was like, man, I'm ready for tonight. But Let's fucking go. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I agree. All right, another thing in the news. So let's go ahead and turn things around a little bit. A little bit. WWE knew for a while that The Rock could not do WrestleMania. So it was previously reported The Rock's status for WrestleMania 39 is not set in stone, but it doesn't look like 
that he will be wrestling due to him feeling like he doesn't have enough time to get to, into that kind of shape. He feels he needs to be in for a match. Um, so he just feels like he's not in shape. This is out of what he said. I believe it was actually on MSNBC. Um, there was a quote. Let me see here. While speaking on the Resident Observer Radio, Deb, Dave Meltzer noted WWE knew for a while The Rock felt he couldn't get in ring shape by April. Quote, grain of salt time. Anything is possible, and it's certainly possible he could be keeping everything a secret from all by, by one or two people. But the word is that he doesn't have the time to get in the shape. All along, if he has the time to do it, he will do it. Put it this way, most are of the opinion that it's not happening and it's been for months. Close. Those on the inside thought the odds were not good based on this, that, that thing because his schedule. There's no such thing as 100% because it's very secretive business. Within the company, it's not looking good. And um, you had actually said something earlier today when we were talking to Butters um, about how this could be just WWE, you know, leaking stuff to the media. I mean, obviously The Rock said it, but The Rock, WWE, great relationship. They could be working together. I like to keep the hope that The Rock is still going to come back. I mean, unless, unless I don't know the difference between being in shape and being in ring shape, um, then this is all bullshit. <laughs> and it's just a way to kind of, because obviously we know he's coming back and it's the whole mania in Hollywood and this and that. But it's just a way to just kind of like swerve us. But are we really going to be surprised if Rock comes back? It would have made a lot more sense and a lot more believable if he had said that he was going to be filming or he, he didn't have to say what he'd be filming, just I'm going to be filming something or filming mm -hmm. schedules that can allow it. That would be more believable, but I'm not in shape or I don't think I'll be in shape or in ring shape, whatever the fuck that means. That's bullshit. Every time you see The Rock, he's in fucking just this fucking crazy great fucking shape. Um... So, no, I, I don't believe this for a second. Uh, apparently, it did come out that they nixed the, uh, what was that, like, tribal chief ceremony or something that they were going to have on Raw instead of the Sami Zayn thing. Mm -hmm. They nixed it because Afa and Sika could not make it. They could not travel. And then, apparently, Rikishi got sick last yeah. minute. Uh, and without them, it just wouldn't feel right, I feel. Um that made sense. So yeah, man, um, I think Rock will still show up at the Rumble in some way. I think it has to. And we'll go from there. But I don't believe this. Unless Rumble passes and we still don't see him, then unless he comes back after like the Chamber, but, but that'd be like a month out for Mania. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think the Rock needs a lot of time to hype up a show. I mean, and technically, I don't think WrestleMania needs um, the hype to sell the tickets. Because as we know, it's already sold a crap ton of tickets without any fucking match card added. Right. So, I mean, it's going to be hype regardless. And yeah, I'm still pulling for The Rock to come out during the Rumble. We shall see. Be disappointed. It doesn't matter. Um. Another thing, uh, we'll go ahead and move on from that story. So there's actually former Impact Wrestling star to make AWTV debut after impressive match on Dark. 
Um, did not see this match on Dark, but apparently on Dark Elevation on January 11th, Brian Cage defeated Willie Mack. Um, are you a fan of Willie Mack? I feel like you are. You are? Okay. So I've seen him in Impact, yeah. So Willie Mack is actually going to make his TV debut on this coming Friday's Rampage episode um, that's going to air on TNT, of course. He came out on Rampage last week. Oh, was it already? Oh, fuck. Then I done fucked yeah. the all from January 19th. So how did Okay, how was the match? Because I didn't watch fucking Rampage. Honestly, we didn't see much. Um, the match yeah. was very short. Um, oh. Some people loved, loved to see Willie Mack there, but I think it was just more of a, you know, he's getting a chance to be on AEW kind of thing. And I like, I love that for him, but it didn't really get to see what he can do. And honestly, Brian Cage isn't the best opponent. Um, I feel bad for Brian Danielson. He's about to give uh, Brian Cage the, the best match of his <laughs> career, apparently, this uh, coming Dynamite. But uh, not a great first choice, but I understand maybe why they've worked you know, with each other and impact in the past. Not just but impact, I, but Lucha Underground too. That, if you're into that, but um, we love this for Willie Mack. And, but no, we didn't, I, to me, I didn't really get to see what Willie Mack would do on impact. So it's Rampage, um, man. Can't expect too much. Ah, uh, you would hope that it'd be a longer match at least. It's not. That, yeah. Oh, well, I remember when Rampage was literally three matches. One that was like, 15 minutes long, one that was five minutes long, and the rest, the other one that took on the rest of the fucking show. You mean when CM Punk was there? That that era of Rampage? Yeah, we remember that. Uh, no, just the beginning of Rampage. Right, when, when Punk showed up. Did yeah. he show up on Rampage? He, he debuted it half the show. on Rampage, and we loved that oh, show. Oh, that's right. I, yeah. No, Rampage has been bad since the beginning. I'm just okay. saying I remember when Rampage used to have like all the matches like super long or the one in the middle that was like super you short. Mean, you mean how now they they have one third of the viewers that they had when, when Rampage started? When Punk was there? You mean you mean that time? Rampage's viewers have been going down since the beginning. It only yeah, because... lasted that, that big hype for just a short amount of time. It still wasn't that great. Punk stopped showing up after a couple weeks on it, so yeah, because sense. it's a trash fucking secondary. Yeah, I've been saying, I'm not arguing with you on that. Why would Punk even want to be on there anymore? Exactly. Why would anybody want to be on it? Unless you're really mad and want to get your name out there. Hey, that's not a bad thing to do. Um. Anyways, uh, moving on. Caddy, uh, Caddy, talks upcoming title match against Mercedes Monet. Um, says she wants to wrestle Jamie Hayter. Not, not opposed to that. Um, she thinks that she and Mercedes are going to have a killer match at Battle of the Valley. This is her quote. I respect her very much. She has always been kind to me in private. And when I returned to Japan from America, she gave me my may, yeah, she gave me many wonderful gifts. I still cherish them. I believe Monet and I can make a great match that people will remember forever. I am actually looking forward to that match. Uh, I hope I can actually uh, see it. What is it? Valley? Battle in the Valley? But let me look for the Valley. Video. All right. So she's um, interested in a match. Okay. Quote, of course, in fact, I never met her, but I often hear that she um, was very active in the stardom ring. Hello, Jamie. I'm Kadi. I hope you read this. 
Um, how do you feel about a, a Kaidi and Jamie Hader match? I don't care. Um, I'm not even going to watch that Sasha Banks match or whatever. I told you since the beginning, I was excited to see how Sasha would go into New Japan. And that would be it. We would forget about it. We wouldn't care. Uh, I wanted to see her in AEW. We obviously still haven't seen her yet, but I know we will at some point. Probably at the next pay-per-view. But I don't care. I don't care. If it doesn't happen on AEW TV, I won't care. What? You, wow! You left the chat. No, it just kicked me out. I thought you were disgusted by my answer. No, it kicked me out. Well, did you hear the part where I said I don't care about this match because I don't care about Kyrie Sane or Sasha Banks? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, I did. That's how I feel. How are you gonna feel about FTR doing what? Wrestling outside of any promotion, any big promotion. I mean, they wrestled the first time in the Tokyo Dome this uh, past Wrestle Kingdom, and it was a 10-minute match where they dropped the titles, and, you know, it wasn't anything special to me. And I love FTR. There wasn't really Um, anything special about Wrestle Kingdom, if I'm being honest. A couple things. But, um, all right, man. It's whatever. Uh, I'm excited to see that match. I'm excited to see um, how it goes. I always like Kaidi saying, or Kaidi, um, his wrestler. I love Jamie Hayter, though. Huh? I love Jamie Hayter, but if it happens outside of AEW, I'm not going to watch it. All right. Well, Jamie Hayter's dope, too, so her against Kaidi would be fucking awesome, I think. So we'll have to see about that. Um, apparently, though, more about Mercedes Monet. Uh, Mickey James invites Mercedes Monet to Impact. Um, praises Mercedes for her passion for wrestling. Uh, let me get a quote. I'm excited for her. The world is her oyster. She can literally do whatever she wants. I think any company would benefit from having her on their roster. She's a star. The fact that she doesn't need to be on a roster because she could go act or she could go do a lot of things. It shows that she has a genuine passion for wrestling and she is great. Um, how she's never... Uh, I've never had a singles match with Sasha. I would really, really love to have a singles match with Mercedes. I love her. I have so much love and respect for her. I think she's incredible. I'm excited to watch her journey. I really am. I'm excited because I feel like she has an opportunity now to do it her way. And she wanted to do a lot of things, and now she gets to do them. She can go test herself against whoever she wants to and show up everywhere. That's what I hope. She shows up everywhere. Come on over to Impact. So... A match between Mickey James and Mercedes Monet, I think, would be fucking money as well. Um, how about you? What do you think about her at least wrestling in Impact? Would you watch her on Impact? I would, because I love Mickey James, and I think this would be a great match. Um, I don't know if Impact would be the best place to have it, but I would watch it. I would watch this one. Um, Mickey James, obviously, at a different level than a Kyrie Sane. Uh, I'm not. I'm not shitting on Kyrie saying it's just this is Mickey James we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Impact Wrestling, not the biggest company in the world, but I would watch this. I think this would be a great match, and I I think there's a 
good chance that we do see Mercedes in one match in Impact, just because apparently she's trying to dominate the world or world domination, something like that. She said so. I would love yeah, this. I don't think she's just trying not to get um, into any type of actual contracts, and she's actually trying to be what wrestlers are quoted to be, which are contract, uh, not contract, independent contractors. Yes. So it's just, I'm going to work maybe one or two nights. She's treating it almost like the territories. What about Mickey James in the Rumble again this year? She just won the title back. You know, we want to hear that. I mean, it's a special thing. Uh, I'd rather them pull someone else. I don't know who, to be honest. I couldn't give you another name, but to to do Mickey James again. And like, she's just... It, it, I, I think it'll lose its, like, its what magic. Jordan Grace? What? Jordan Grace? Jordan Grace? Oh, Isn't that, that would be pretty dope. That, that would, be, would dope. be dope. Perrazzo. That'd be doper. Oh, that would be really good. That'd be really good. Yeah, but, like, somebody else. Somebody else would be cool. Because, like, Mickey James, she already did it. it. It wouldn't have that same feeling as the first time. Um, yeah, she was champion then, but she was still, you know, it just, it just wouldn't have that same feel. Now, days, um, Perazzo, that would be fucking awesome. Or even like someone from, I don't fucking know, dude, because there's not really like that many women Maybe that I can think of that will be like, whoa, they're not going to bring anything from AEW. I was thinking NWA, if anything, but I don't, can't think of anybody in NWA that would, that would go. Exactly. You know? I don't know it's anyone there. James or nothing. Yeah, or or bring back Victoria. I heard something about her recently that she was gonna be going to Impact. Is something what? like that? I heard. It's not the first time, so. right? But I did um, hear something about her recently. But she wouldn't be Victoria. She'd be Tara. Tara, Victoria, whatever. It's all the same. I mean, depends. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. I, I would love to see Mercedes and... Michelle Candice Michelle, for what? Dude, Candice Michelle was like the champion when I started watching. No, no, no. It was Trish, and then it became Lita, Mickey James, and then Candice Michelle would eventually become champion. Melina, too. Come on. Candice Michelle, bro, you don't like Candice Michelle? Can she wrestle? She's like the original E. Torres. Um, so she can't wrestle. Stop it. So different time. Fun. Yeah, a different time. We're not in that time no more. Anyways. She's literally going to come into the ring. Not even come into the ring. She's going to do that shit on the outside of the ring. Walk into or the she, ring, then they kick her out. Dude, we love that. She's the... Do you know fucking flex? Nah. Whatever, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. Um, all right. So, this is my last little deal that we have here for the dirt. Uh, former WWE star files trademark for his old catchphrase amid return rumors. So, Matt Woo! Cardona, formerly known as Zack Ryder, has locked down a new trademark. Um, on January 19th, the former WWE star filed through, I don't know who this guy is, but gimmick attorney Michael E. Dawkins. Apparently, he works with Conrad, too. Um, for the trademark rights of woo woo woo, you know it. You know it. So this even gives us more 
more of a reason that he is going to come back to WWE, but he's going to come back as Zack Ryder, which makes sense. Yes. You know, Matt Cardona is definitely an indie persona that he, that he even though it's his real name, um, but it's something they use on the indies, made his own man. But if he's going back to WWE with most of the people who watch WWE that are not even going to know that he was ever Matt Cardona, they're going to know him as Zack Ryder. So will Matt Cardona, the character, bleed into Zack Ryder now? I think so. I hope so. A little bit of it. Um, Chelsea Green is apparently supposed to be coming into WWE, so it could be a thing where them two are together. They could feud with people like The Miz and Maurice. Oh, uh, no. They could feud with... I mean, it wouldn't be a bad one. At least a starter to give them a win. Would The Miz be the face? Huh? Would The Miz be a face? Because... No, he would be a heel. So Green and, and Ryder are just going to be baby faces. Well, as a returning person, yes, I would think they'd be baby faces. That way they can go ahead and, and go up against uh, Scarlet and um, Karrion Cross. I mean, if you're into mixed gender wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, well, they don't have to always mix gender wrestle. It could be singles matches with them as managers. Well, what is See, I can't wait for that pop. The woo woo woo. You know it, bro. Love that song. I'm yeah, gonna well, fucking mark out. It's gonna be dope. We're more than likely he's gonna if he's gonna return. Um, I mean, he could return at the Rumble. He will if he's gonna. It's it's the Rumble. The Rumble's the place to do it. But that's it for the dirt. Um. Oh, no, it's not. I almost it's forgot not. the most important one. So. There's been talks. WWE has made an enormous money offer for Stone Cold Steve Austin to wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Um, I don't even want to get into it because it has to do with Dave Meltzer and he's a piece of shit. Uh, yes. But what would you feel about that? I mean, we just not we both. I, I don't know about that either. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but damn, just giving a bit more time, that would have been dope. Just like put a little bit more Easter eggs here and there, man, I would love to see it. Roman can help carry Austin through that match. We would all love to see it. And Roman Reigns is just as good as anybody to carry somebody like that through a match. But if you think about. And you remember that Kevin Owens match. They started on the outside, you know, from the beginning. And that is more of a brawl, right? That's with, Austin. Yes, I understand that. But with Roman, it's just, I feel like it'd be a different type of match. And we should see a different type of match because obviously it would be for a title. Um, It's not going to happen. Can it sell out? You know, an arena or whatever, yes, definitely. Austin still has that star power. But how good would the match be? Are you going to blind yourself just because it's Austin um, and not really nitpick every aspect of the match? Um, yes. I'd be down to see it, yes. 100%. I don't know who you're talking about. 
talking about like it wouldn't be the greatest match you've ever seen just because you'd love to see Austin. Not the greatest wrestling match. Yeah, that that would have a lot. Not the greatest wrestling match in the whole world, but like just for the fact that it's Austin, you know Roman's gonna sell the shit out of fucking everything Austin does to him. Austin gonna do the same thing back. Um, Austin did really well against Kevin Owens, especially. I don't know if you you did you end up watching it? Like I was television, huh? No, I know you were there. Yes, I saw television. Yeah, like when you saw it there, that's all energy. You're gonna have the energy of the crowd. You're gonna have a good fucking time watching it Mm -hmm. at home. It's a different story. Of course, you're gonna have the energy because it's WrestleMania. But damn, he looked really good out there. And the only thing that was shaky, I felt, was his first bump. But once he took that first bump, he was in it. And I loved it. it it's, it'd be a great moment. Maybe not a great match. Uh, maybe a decent match. Enough to get you by. But would it be I, the main event of WrestleMania? It shouldn't. Um, I don't know, bro. I think you're hating at this point. I'm not. Uh, I love no, no, I don't think you do. I don't think oh. you do it the same way. Because it's... It, it's Stop it. He's older, for sure. But he's definitely worth another main event if he wanted it. And with the match that he had with, with uh, KO, even though it wasn't, it was a main event of night one. So it's definitely mm-hmm. worth it. But what? it's not the same. I mean, we're talking about Roman Reigns, right? The champion, the. Head of the table, the fucking the guy, Kevin you know, Owens. Reigns does half the time when he's wrestling. I don't know if you noticed it. What he's in, he he's giving people headlocks half the time. He's laying on top of them. He's not letting them do shit. Then he does one big move. Then he puts him back in a headlock. Watch his matches. He doesn't do a lot. But you Before know, you do another, you don't know how Austin's gonna be in the ring. Yes, we saw what he did with KO, but a year can make a difference, buddy. Austin Especially when you haven't been wrestling Austin all year. Austin doesn't do big moves, though. Austin doesn't t- do big moves. Austin is a brawler. Austin's gonna punch him. Austin's gonna put a mud hole in him. He's not gonna be doing big ass suplexes. Maybe a back, because that's an easier one. But. He doesn't do big moves. Like he's a brawler through and through. Like he's gonna take him to the outside. He's gonna punch him. He's gonna beat him up. He's gonna talk to the crowd, pander to the crowd. That's why it would be perfect because both him and Roman do the same shit. They do simple things. Roman doesn't do big, ginormous moves. What makes a Roman match so great is because Roman sucks you in and makes you hate him throughout the whole match. He doesn't do a lot. I just, it'd be a great moment, yes. I wouldn't okay. say it'd be a great match. It'd be maybe a solid match. Should it be the main event of WrestleMania? No. Mm. I would disagree. I think it'd be a good um, WrestleMania. I mean, he already main evented again. You just I mean, It's not like we're trying to build stars here and give somebody else that spot, but... I mean, Roman would get another night of a match. He's gonna he's gonna do double duty this year. He didn't do it last year. He didn't do it last year, but he's gonna do it this year. Last year he went up against Brock Lesnar. Okay. So who's he gonna wrestle? This? You don't think he's gonna do double duty this year? I mean, he might have to. Depends on the right. 
Depends on The Rock. I think even with The Rock, he's still going to do double duty. I think by the next time we record an episode, we're going to know if he's going to do double duty or not. Because the Rumble would have passed. And we'll see if Cody won, which I'm pretty sure he will. We'll see if The Rock's back. We'll go from there. Yeah, we'll see what's up. But um, I would be totally down for an Austin uh, Roman main event for WrestleMania. Well, uh, all right. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying I'd be dumb. <laughs> I'm not trying to argue. What about Punk and Roman? Punk and Roman? Would be a better match than Austin and, and Roman. Mm. Better yeah. match. Wrestling so. match. Wrestling match? Maybe you know, match. we talk about here wrestling. Do we? We do, man. Um, it's a lost art, apparently. <laughs> okay, I mean, it's still going around, but... It's all up to taste, man. It doesn't really matter. If Punk were to go up against Roman, yeah. It would be a main event match. Right. Main event of WrestleMania. And this time frame... Probably not going to happen. Oh, stop it. It would be a main event WrestleMania match, and you know it. You, maybe it, would, it, would it would be. I just, I, it would be. Did I say it wouldn't? I said at this time, this time frame that we're in, right now, with the playing field how it is, bring in CM Punk and put him in the main event? No, that's not going to happen. Especially with Sami Zayn being as hot as he is. That's already a fucking worry about Sami Zayn um, overshadowing Cody Rhodes going to the fucking oh, um, Mania. That's There's enough to go around. Uh, I, CM Punk's great. I don't care for him. I really don't. Um, him being in the main oh. event with, with Roman, it could happen. Now, will it happen? No, it's never going to happen. He's not going back to WWE. Just remember how many people were shitting on Cody before he came back to WWE. Think about how many people are shitting on Punk right now. And if he came back to WWE, wait, wait. Be, yeah, I remember people shitting on Cody. I just wasn't shitting on Cody. You remember me shitting on Cody? I remember you shitting on Cody, yeah. Stop it. You were. You said his last run was trash. A booking, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, it's okay. It's not as bad as people are saying. You guys are tripping out. I was he the one trying to say like... Chris Jericho? No. Huh? Was he washed in the ring like a Chris Jericho? No, the booking was just bad. Chris Jericho, the booking is bad. And he's washed. Mm. I don't know. The booking hasn't been horrible for Chris Jericho. I don't know where you're coming with that with either. Stop he did it. a he did a he did a bad angle with that fucking um, trash ass match. I can't even fucking remember. But really, the hate for Chris Jericho. Which one out of all of them? Huh? Which one out of all of them were trash? That fucking uh, anarchy in the arena match. Okay, what about what he did with Orange Cassidy? I actually liked that. Uh, of course you did. Of course I did. I, I enjoyed that. It was fun. I don't... I, like, I really don't see the hate for Chris Jericho. I mean, I and see it. I don't. I don't understand it. Honestly, I don't really care to nitpick too much with wrestling because there, it, it's just... It's ridiculous. Wrestling in itself is fucking ridiculous. But I love it. And I love the ridiculousness of it. You so think love... FTR 
And their wrestling is ridiculous. The what? You think what FTR does is ridiculous? No. I'm look, calm down. I'm saying wrestling can be very, very, very ridiculous. I mean, think about Kane. Like, if you were to just tell anybody about, oh yeah, we got this guy, the Undertaker. He's a dead guy. All right, and his brother, oh, who he had, who he had killed. Don't do that. Was never do really that. dead. Don't do came that. Came back to life, and that was not came back to life, but actually. He was the the fucking bastard child of his fucking Paul Heyman guy, not Paul Heyman, fucking Paul Bearer. I'll like, do that. Don't that shit's ridiculous. You no, you didn't just throw Undertaker and Kane yes, into this. Yes, I did. You think Stop. that if you told anyone who is not a wrestling fan that you love to watch this guy who pretends that he's dead is ridiculous or not? What he does in the oh. ring is fucking magnificent. Also, oh, believe that Chris Jericho's a fucking wizard, right? Like that's okay. It's just ridiculous, and we love it. Yes, because, well, he's also, sure. like, I hate that argument. I hate when you bring that up because it's so dumb. Like, like Chris Jericho, say, like, we're supposed to believe that Chris Jericho's, like, I know you're trolling with that shit because it's just ridiculous. He's I'm a wizard. Like, I don't yeah, get he, he He says I'm a wizard because it's stupid. It's obnoxious. Like, like I, that's what I don't get. Like, like, you hate him so much that you want to believe that he really thinks he's a wizard. Like that's why he says it. No, he says that because he's he's throwing fucking flames in people's eyes. So what does that remind you of? It's not that. It's the fact that he thinks his ideas are so great when they're not. He actually believes that those ideas are great, and they're not. You be you think your all your ideas are great, right? No. If you were your own man, you would think that. Oh yeah, my shit is fucking dope. If you're creating something, like I make music. Do people think my music's fucking awesome? Not everybody. Am I going to believe my music's awesome? Hell fucking yeah. It doesn't matter what other people think because I'm creating that shit. So yes, Chris Jericho's going to think all his shit's fucking awesome. So you you wouldn't be like, oh, I could have done that better or maybe that wasn't a good idea. You can't tell yourself that? Um, Not if I fucking created it, buddy. I think my shit's awesome. And I could get better when I was younger. Yeah, um, I thought my shit was fucking awesome. Now, years down the line, when I look back at it, like now, if I look back 10 years ago, me, uh, I could have done that better. Is Chris Jericho 10 years away from the shit that you're saying sucks? No. What, one year, two years away? Not even this last shit with Anarchy in the Arena. It's like less than a year. So yes, he's going to say that his shit was awesome. Maybe down the line, he'll say, yeah, I was a little over the line with that one. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have handled it that way. So, it, yes, dude, he's going to say his shit's It's good. insane. Don't it. You don't see. It's just. <sighs> what I enjoyed some of the stuff. I'm not saying I enjoyed every single thing Chris Jericho did, but I'm also not saying that everything that Chris Jericho has done for the past year and a half, almost two years now, um, has been complete and utter shit. I can't. I can't say that. You think he's topped his first six months in the company when it started? No. So he no. lost the Okay. That's all, that's not, all. It's, it's not shit, though. Just because it's not as good as his first six months doesn't mean it's complete garbage. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't have to be as good as his first six months. Since then, it's just kind of slowly gone downhill because you don't see any ups since then, right? Well, I don't think I would see a lot of ups. He's not the main, main, main guy. He doesn't have to be. They claim the top guys, and their shit is fucking great. 
They are the top tag team. They were they they were working their way up to becoming the top tag team. They're still on their ascension. Comparing him to the the acclaimed is, is completely oranges to apples, apples to oranges, because the acclaimed were working their way up. So yes, they have to get you think, over. Do you think Moxley's topped his shit since you know that first year or so? No, really. That's yeah, surprising. No, he, I, I, he had a really great fucking run in the beginning, and now it's it's not as good as it was then, but I still enjoy it. I still very much like it. But no, his first couple, his his first run there with AEW is fucking awesome, fucking phenomenal. Um, th- it sucked that it's Chris Jericho's, off. huh? So was Chris Jericho's. I loved it. Yes, but I'm not saying that it's utter, utter trash either, though. Like that's the thing. It's just it's not all been shit. It really hasn't. There's been a lot of um, good parts within it, great parts within it. I'm not the biggest Jericho fan, but I can't say that he's just lost everything. Why did Kenny Omega top his first year in the company when he won the title and went on that run? Why does a guy like that? Because he was able to reinvent himself, just like Jericho has done in the past. Just because Jericho just hasn't been able to do it the same way he's done in the past doesn't mean that he hasn't already done that before. I mean, Jericho's run in AEW, you could say, was better than his last run with WWE. Stop it. I mean, his first run and the that's not, that's champion... I mean. his first His first run with AEW was better than his last run in WWE. And it's been downhill since then. And you you want to know what made that first run in AEW so good? Because the talent that was around him either hadn't been made up until his level. MJF is a good example. We knew MJF had something, but he wasn't at that level when Jericho was at the top. But the talent around him, of course, Chris Jericho was going to look so fucking great. And props to him. He had a great run as a champion. He hasn't been able to even match it since then. And I'm not surprised with what he's been involved in. Um, He nearly sucked the life out of the MJF when they had their thing going, which went on too long. Um... Orange Cassidy was trash. He had one solid match with Eddie Kingston. The rest of it was trash. Um, what else? That's all subjective, dude. Like I mean, yeah. a lot of people seem to think the same, but it's all right. It's all right. He has a lot I of mean, pool in the company, so we'll we'll be seeing him for a long time. I'm guessing. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people who really like Orange Cassidy, also. Then there's you a lot of people who don't. And there's people who like Jericho and people who don't. It's it's it, there's not one more than the other. If there was, then there would be differences. I'm pretty sure that Orange Cassidy has one of the higher uh, merch sales than some other people than you think or would like to think. I mean, fucking, we got Dinahouse that making more fucking money on pro wrestling tees than CM Punk and MJF. We've talked about this, and I won't revisit that. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, like. There are people just because you don't like them doesn't mean other people don't really enjoy them. I mean, well, I, guess I know a lot of people, if... like you said, didn't like the Miro match, the arcade match that he had. I fucking loved it. And I know I'm not the only person that liked it. But just because people aren't crying about it online doesn't mean that there's not still a lot of people. It's always the people that are upset with things that are louder than the people that aren't. That's why working at Dish, you heard a lot of people talk more shit than people that are enjoying their shit. 
because the people that are enjoying this shit are not calling in. Right, but people how many enjoying it are gonna say, "Hey, I love this shit." It's not they the don't. same thing. They don't. They don't need to. Why do they well, need to? I saw a lot of people that were saying that they loved Monday Night Raw. I mean, they didn't have to do that, right? According to you, no, they, they don't, don't need to, to do that. that but they oh, were. I'm just saying, man. It's all subjective. There's a lot of people that like Orange Cats. A lot of people don't. And I just can't say that Jericho uh, is complete shit now. I can't. Well, uh, yeah, when, I, when I it comes to Orange Cassidy, apparently I'm in the minority when it comes to liking wrestling that is actually still taken seriously. And it's trying to be it looked. Uh, we know it's not legitimate, legitimate, but it's still trying to be portrayed as legitimate as possible and not made into a joke. And I guess I'm in the minority of that. And that's okay. If you want to put yourself there, I mean, you don't have to feel so like you're in the minority. It's apparent that I am. How is it apparent? Because you're saying that everybody just, you know, a lot of people seem to like Orange Cassidy, you know, all these sales and Dan Housen, they're selling shirts and all that. So I guess I am in the minority. No, I'm just saying there's a lot of people that like them. Yeah. And, and so that means saying, you're saying there's a lot of people that don't. Apparently. I mean, how many FTR sales of t-shirts are we getting compared to Dan Housen? Probably not a lot compared to that. So I guess that makes them the minority, and that makes me the minority as well. Okay. When you want to put yourself there, that's fine. It's um, obvious. Okay. So, yep, that's the fucking dirt. I don't know how we got from Stone Cold Steve Austin to fucking Jericho. <laughs> it happens. It happens. That's the dirt. Uh, all right. So we're going to go ahead and in the night, you wanted to do something? You want you had a segment, right? I did. We'll try to go through this kind of quick. Um, I'll give you like a couple seconds to even answer. We'll keep moving on. We'll keep moving forward. Um, I'm gonna be quizzing Nico today on a couple questions, and he may not know some of these, and that's okay. I, I may not even know some of these actually, uh, just by skimming through it. But here we go. Number one, Scotty Riggs. Back in WCW, he lost his title after his blank injury in WCW. A, back, B, leg, C, ribs, D, arm. I think it's back injury. All righty, we're moving on. Number two, does Triple H stand for Hunter Hearst Helmsley, true or false? True. Number three, what were NWO Wolfpack colors? Red and black, red and blue, blue and black. There was no Wolfpack. Oh, the wolf pack was red and black. Number four, Lex Luger was in the Four Horsemen. True or false? Luger? Oh, shit. Was Luger in the Horsemen? I want to say that he was for a short amount of time. All right, true there. Number five, who did Ric Flair fight in his first match? George Scrap, Iron Godoski, Dusty Rhodes, Andre the Giant, or Wahoo McDaniel? Wahoo. All righty. Number six, WCW used to be called what? TNA, NWA, WNA, or AWN? Wait, say that a question again? WCW used to be called what? TNA, NWA, WNA, AWN? NWA. Who threw Mick off of the hell in a cell? Triple Undertaker. H, Undertaker, okay. <laughs> Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, Undertaker, The Rock, Triple H, and Blank were in a six-man Hell in a Cell match. Sam again? Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, Undertaker, The Rock, 
Trick Ishii. What pay-per-view was the six-man Hell in a Cell at? Uh, Armageddon. Alrighty. Hell in the blank. Cell. <laughs> Bradshaw and Farouk's tag team name was? Uh, Alkalite Protection Agency. Alrighty. How many times has Matt and Jeff Hardy won the tag team titles? Oh, shit. Eight times? I don't know. Here we go. I'm going to give you some options here. Three, two, four, or six? Six. How many weeks straight did WCW beat WWE in the Monday Night War? Oh, 83 weeks. Let's go. Perry, Ta- Perry Saturn was in love with his what? Broom. Oh, mop. It was a mop. There you go. What was the WWF's name before it was WWF? WWF World Wrestling. Ah, it was, was an extra W. You're good. Um, Scotty Riggs has a back injury. True or false? True. <laughs> Damn. Um, who likes to drink milk? Oh, Kurt Angle. What pay-per-view did Stone Cold come up with the 316? Oh, King of the Ring. Glacier's tag team partner in WCW was... Oh, I don't know this one. I don't. Okay. Um, options, the Cat, S- Scott Hall, Sting, or Buff Bagwin? Same again. The Cat, Scott Hall, Sting, or Buff Bagwell? The Cat? No, not All the right. Cat. It was Buff Bagwell. I don't know who it is. I don't. All right. NWO equals New World Order. True or false? True. And the last question, and now for the hardest of the night, how is... How long can you keep a move on if the person is holding the rope before you get disqualified in a submission match? Uh, it's... I want to say it's six. They get to the count of five and they let go. Uh, there's no six on here. Fuck, it's four then. There's no four on here. What? Is it five then? Uh, we'll have to see. So we're submitting the answers here, and you got an eighty-one percent. You scored seventeen out of twenty-one questions. Um, the ones you got wrong is who did Ric Flair fight in his first match? The correct answer was George Scrap Iron Gadowski, and you said Wahoo McDaniel. The yeah. other one was how many times has Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy won the tag team titles? You said six. The answer was four. Fuck. Um, how many weeks straight did WCW beat WWE in the Monday Night uh, War? It's 84 weeks. It's 84 weeks. That's a shocker. Glacier um, yeah. tag team partner was not Buff Bagwell. It was actually the cat. You had it first the right time. <laughs> and there you go. We are done. Um, that was fun. We went quick. Oh, shit. 21 yeah. questions in like a minute. Short, yeah, short bit of time. But, uh, why don't you go ahead and wrap us up here? Alrighty, well that's it for the Let's Wrestle Podcast. Like us on Twitter at Let's Wrestle Pod. Uh, check out our link tree on our bio. Give you the different options and where you can actually uh, listen to the podcast. Um, that's gonna be it for tonight. So peace. That is it. And yes, if you haven't already listened to last week's episode, it was the um, FTR versus the Briscoes dog collar match. Watch along. Just go ahead and uh, play that at the same time that I cued it in the in the pod there and just hear my voice while we go through it um and will shout out will when there's a will there's a way but yeah man that's gonna do it for us today we'll catch you next time are you gonna say something no that's it man i said peace. Uh, uh, all right